Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Well, hello, everybody, and how have you been? Since our last conversation with the lovely Vix Anderton, we've been busy beavering away, talking with lots of beautiful people about how to create more happiness at work. And one of the things that both Sarah and myself have realized is that interspersed with the happiness at work piece, it's really important to consider two other factors. And why we want to talk about this today because they're often considered separately. We've got happiness at work, we've got psychological safety, and we've got mental well-being. Now, there are lots of different people talking about these subjects separately. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what's your take on happiness at work and psychological safety and <laughs> mental well-being? Well, they're kind of like any of those, um, I don't know, concentric circles, Venn diagrams, however you want to have, you know, the continuous wheels. If any one of those isn't present, then kind of none of them are. And so in if if we just if we just look at them in their own pillars, obviously there's lots of good practices in each of those buckets, but actually to kind of have this thriving organization, which is you know, thriving with Sarah and Jenny, why we're here, <laughs> they they feed into one another and you have to be looking at them all and continuously looking at them all. I think something in the conversations I've been having, and I think you'll agree with me, Jenny, is all of these things are practices, right? You don't just have happiness at work. You don't just have psychological safety and you don't just have mental well-being. So it's a continuous practice and all of the practices of each of these areas overlap uh, with each other. Um, And yeah, if one of them is broken, it's that kind of infinity loop. If one part is broken, the rest of it is broken. Yeah. And I think it's important to, to understand too, that with this overlap, there's considerable overlap because yeah. if I'm speaking with a client about mental well-being, I'm yeah. talking about the need for belonging. I'm talking about the need for really strong, positive relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the need for um, feeling that sense of being appreciated and valued for who you are. So Absolutely. we're automatically going into other spheres which are incorporated in psychological safety and the happiness at work piece. So I think we can maybe shift the world a little bit um, towards this concept that thriving is not just a single element. It is a a complex, um, continuous form, continuous evolution of all these things feeding into each other. And when we get better at understanding what each of these three elements comprises, then I think it becomes so much easier to make sense of it all. Because sometimes um, 
when I've been asked to work with a client around the area of psychological safety, they're coming from a place of, well, we know that people don't get along very well. There's a bit of silo going on here. Uh, it's impacting people's morale and yeah. performance is going bloop. Um, forgetting that you've got to deal with a human in, in that position. What? Oh, Humans at work, Jenny? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So um, psychological safety is absolutely critical to every single workplace. It's vital. If you don't have it, you're never going to thrive. Yeah. You're never going to have great happiness at work, yeah. and you're never going to enjoy real mental well-being at work. So yeah, I think absolutely. you need to maybe almost start afresh and with a fresh sheet of paper and say, okay, we've got the thriving bit in the middle that we want to really attract. Mm. Ooh, yeah. So what can we take from each of these three? Which are the key points which actually uh, don't necessarily all completely overlap, but but contribute to the whole, if that makes sense. I love it. Well, should we should we start then with like with definitions? I mean, I've got the definition yes. from Amy Edmondson here, who I think oh. coined the term psychological safety, right? Yes. So her definition of psychological safety is a shared belief that the team is safe for interpersonal risk taking. You know, and if we think about uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and all these things, you know, safety is absolutely critical to all of all of the parts of thriving that we want to achieve. Totally. totally. Yeah. And yes. so how do you have a, a good definition up your sleeve, Dr. Jenny, of mental well-being? Mental well-being to me is a state of mind which mm. enables every individual to work to their true potential, managing the normal stresses of life because life is messy, it goes up and down and all over the place. Yeah. But feeling that you're making a positive contribution to something bigger than yourself. So that for me is mental well-being. Mm. Love it. And then and then kind of if you take those two, they do fill they they fit into the happiness at work definition really well. Um, mm. You know, you've got Sonia Lubomirsky's definition of happiness being um you know, contentment and positive well-being and the sense of that your life is meaningful and worthwhile. Yes. So in a workplace context, that's contentment and happiness at work um, and the sense that your work is meaningful and worthwhile. Um, mm. And mm. it is the sense of getting happiness from the work that you do. Right. Yes. It's not it's not bringing your well-being and your psychological safety or happiness outside of work into work. It's being filled up at work, which we've talked about, I think maybe a few times on here. <laughs> yes. And so I guess for me, when I hear those definitions, there's so much overlap. And like you said, kind of if thriving is is in the middle of this. Um, but I yeah, this idea that it's a practice and that it goes up and down. And it's not about an end goal. It's about how Absolutely. are you how are you built up and capable of responding oh. to the ups and downs of life and the work life and, you know, the outer world and everything that's going on around us right now. Mm. And so creating, I guess this kind of, yeah, this continuous pattern yeah, and looking at each of those areas and seeing, can they be improved and making those small adjustments and, Checking in, I think, is a really critical piece, isn't it? 
how, where are we today? Because those things can disappear and erode instantly. But I think more damaging is when they slowly erode bit by bit. So you don't notice. And all of a sudden you go, actually, Mm. I'm burning out. Actually, whoa, this place is toxic. Actually, I'm miserable at work. And you haven't noticed that path downwards because it's been incremental, right? So being really critical about checking in with each of those areas on a regular basis for me would be critical a massive yeah. massive yeah it's well that's that's the most important piece really um and yeah treating it like a practice <laughs> I think um Amy Edmondson also said that um psychological safety itself is not the goal oh, exactly psychological safety is an enabler yeah as is mental well-being as is happiness at work I think this is it yeah I think people are searching for this as like Hmm. this goal right because because our human brains like that don't they like this is the top of a mountain and I am going to reach the top and that is not that's not what we're talking about at all it's um yeah it's it's I guess it's the environment that is created right and that's why there are things we can do for ourselves Yes, but then there's also in, the, in that three area. You know, there's things we can do for ourselves. There's things that leaders need to do, but there's also things that the organization needs to do to create this yep. this yep. space, right? So there is lo- lots of threes happening today. Everybody loves threes, don't yes. they? <laughs> we love three. We love three. Yes, we love so three. It's, getting, it's getting buy-in from everybody, yeah. whether yeah. it's the individual, the team, the department, the organization, or mm. or the leadership. Um, Mm -hmm. such and with psychological safety so often um the talk is about the individual within Mm -hmm. the workplace environment but psychological safety is essentially about team effectiveness it's about working with other people which is what most Mm -hmm. of us do Mm -hmm. all day long um (laughs) (laughs) funny story i think think, uh, it's it it also highlights that thriving per se, is is much bigger than us as an individual. It is mm. always about mm. uh, our contribution to the bigger, thriving organism that surrounds yeah. us. Yeah. Um, but it's very important that every single person is enabled to thrive because mm. um, I've, I've heard the analogy before that, you know, you can consider the workplace like a living organism. Well, it is. It's made up of living people and robots. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. But it's living. It's a robots, bit of AI, you know. <laughs> living, breathing humans that that make it work. And if one of those individuals gets sick or breaks a leg or something like that, that's going to impact the whole well-being of the organism. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. No, we often, we have organizational psychologists. We have people who specialize yep. in um, organizational leadership and all this sort of stuff. And so I think it's it's very important to to take a holistic view, but also to break it down into the the individual compartments as well. Or compartments. Yeah, that's well, that's, that's, are you at the compartments? <laughs> no, so, Jenny, I'm not. Have a component. <laughs> I think you mean components, perhaps. <laughs> that sounds better. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, but it's, I mean, it's so critical to all these things, you know, for creating trust and connection and, um, and, and like you said, we need to break it down into those parts so that we can know what are the practices. It's that, you know, 1%, you know, how do you make everything 1% better? Um, and how do you break it down into all those little tiny pieces and build those yes. habits and make sure that you're focusing on all the right things? Um, mm. But I think there's also this critical piece of individuals need to take responsibility for what they can. But I think it's just equally important that leaders and organizations are taking responsibility because otherwise those components, from what I've seen in my work, become another, I, oh, now I have to do yoga at work or now I have to do, it's another (laughs) thing you have to do on your to-do list. And it's, it increases that pressure. It increases that feeling that people aren't listening to you. It increases, you know, well, if my workload is insanely high, how am I supposed to be? spending time connecting with people. So all of these things are feeding into this, I guess, yep. lack of thriving workplaces that you and I are, are seeing a lot of. Um, yeah. And it's, I think it's exacerbated. Yeah. Obviously it was happening before the pandemic. The pandemic has exacerbated it and everything yeah. that's now going on is exacerbating it. You know, the the climate crisis and the potential for war and everything else that's happening is, it's yeah. um, it's not it's not currently on the upswing, I would say. (laughs) But I think the one thing we can all get better at is talking with each other. Mm. Because like you say, if, you know, the the memos come round saying yoga at 4.30, mindfulness at 12, and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I've got all these deadlines coming up. How am I going to do that? If you don't have that voice to speak up and say, thank you so much for scheduling this, but actually... I can't do it because, and nobody's going to say, oh, what a wimp. You're just trying to get out of it, are you? You need to have that psychological safety to be able to speak up and say, well, yeah, fantastic Mm -hmm. idea. But at the moment, everybody is working so darn hard, putting in all this overtime. We haven't got time to scratch ourselves, let alone go to a yoga class. Pause, so, go to um, yoga, take care of ourselves. Well, and it's it's really interesting. Um, I mean, just uh, we were just talking about this, reading the burnout epidemic by Jennifer Moss, which I think we will talk about in a future episode. I believe. Right. Um, and she was talking about actually when you have got these organizations that are already high trust, then even if they're putting in the things that people can't take advantage of then the way people are feeling about them is positive. Like at least they're thinking of us, they're trying to. And again, to your point of this circle, if you haven't got the trust already, then people view those as tone deaf. Yes. And the difference, (laughs) right? And the difference is, have you created that happy workplace where there's psychological safety so that you can support people's mental well-being and carry on in that circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, when, when you haven't created that environment of, I think we have this a lot in our, in our workplace. If you come in and you're doing a happiness at work workshop and the, it's an organization where people don't feel, they just think, what is this? How are they giving this to me? Why are they bothering to train me on this? If they're not, taking care of my mental well-being or my psychological safety you know if i can't have uh conversations with my boss or my leader or my colleagues yeah i was running a workshop a few weeks back and i uh got some you know 
have to check in, see where everybody is. And one of the comments was, I don't like anybody I work with. And I thought, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, sad, upsetting. How did that happen? What? You know, that is wow, 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 wow. So, um, and you mm-hmm. think if you if you can say that to an external person, that's a good place to start. Yes, but you, yeah, if you can't say that internally, how do you ever? As an individual, you can't make that better. That's exactly. not on you. Yeah, you don't have the ability to do that. So, yeah, that was. Uh, an interesting yeah. moment, that's for sure. And, and I think it can actually damage the relationship people have with their colleagues and the organisation too because if you're in that space where, you know, you're struggling a bit, um, you're not feeling supported, but you know if you speak to your manager or your supervisor, they're not going to give you the time of day because they're up to here with everything too. Yeah. Um and then they all, they, you know, it's now it's professional development day and we've invited in Jenny and she's going to be doing a mental well-being session with you. Well, they're going to be thinking, oh, here we go. Another tick in the box. Now yeah. everything's sorted, is it? And, yeah. and that actually, I think, diminishes the relationship. The work that we do. Yeah. Well, the relationship. It diminishes our work. The work that we do. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But it diminishes the relationship that the, the worker, the employee has with the person they work for. So we need, I think, fundamentally to start with, before we look at building happiness at work and psychological safety and mental well-being, is to start with how can we get better at talking with each other, not talking at each other. And, and this has to be, I see, the leaders modelling um, the safety piece, inviting yeah. questions, Staying yeah. curious to um, ask why people have um, different opinions or a variety of perspectives without, and and that it is part of the psychological safety because without that safety, nobody's going to say nothing and you're not going to learn anything. I think silence can be a red flag in a working organisation because if people are staying quiet, it's yeah. often because they're afraid of speaking up. Yeah, yeah. Or they've they spoken up before and they've never been, and they don't feel heard, right? Yeah. So I, yeah, you're, I think curiosity is such a critical piece to this, especially if you're starting down that path. Um, mm. Curiosity. And then there's a, there's a piece around showing that you're listening. And that could be solving the problem, letting the person know what's happened, what has action um, taken I think something else I've heard quite a number of times is it's great to listen, but if you don't do anything with it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and so it, you know, and as leaders and organizations, we have to, we have to accept that, yes, we need to listen, but also we need to do things. And then we need to let people do things for themselves. And so again, three again. <laughs> yes. And you go round and round and round and round and round and round. And, round. <laughs> and that's, that's the way it works best. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but again, that's it. It's a practice. It's not a destination. None of these places are destinations. So Jenny, in these thriving organizations then, um, what are some of the components that that we can recommend to people in these areas? Well, I think the curiosity piece is is paramount. So you can be curious as to um, what your current 
reality is are you happy with what you do with your your situation etc 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 and to be curious about what could be different or better and then to explore what that might look like. The second piece, I think, is um, having built some awareness is to then be willing to explore it, try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit like going clothes shopping. Sometimes you have to have a whole rack of things you're going to try on, and you know only one or two things are going to look good on you. The rest is like, Ooh, get me out of this yeah. quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And making sure that that's okay because... It's only by trying them on that you're knowing what is a goer and is going to be better for everybody um, okay. and, you can develop and flesh it out after that. So I think it's the exploration, mm-hmm. um, again, in a safe place. There's no judgment if you fail. It's, that's okay. It's because you've, you've been given the green light to have a reasonable amount of risk. And then mm-hmm. the final piece is the review. You know, how are things tracking? Um, yeah. Are you in a place three months down the track of where you hoped to be in terms of either um, elevating people's um, sense of contribution and belonging or a sense of um, they're being taken care of because, you know, there's these new initiatives have been set up for people to access if they wish. So I think, you know, it's it's we don't have to make it overcomplicated. I think sometimes... Yeah. We overthink things. Well, I know I overthink things all the time. <laughs> we talked about that last time, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So keeping it simple and, um, yeah, just just allowing it to, to flow and just checking in to see how it's going. It, it doesn't matter if we get things wrong. And I think this is one of the big pieces too. It's like we need more mental well-being. We need more resilience. Um but you need maybe you need to to make it more sustainable. But it's not about being the most resilient company in the universe. It's about acknowledging what supports resilience and knowing how to sort of tap into it when you need it. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's like a little fourth piece, isn't it? That resilience is not a thing you are. <laughs> it's also a practice, and you need to work on all these three pieces to yeah. create this sustainable organization, isn't it? Because yeah. Um, and especially right now, I think instead of focusing on resilience, um, because, it, you know, that resilience piece is, and it was Nick Marks, I think I interviewed about this, where he said, you know, it's great, you know, to have this kind of response to fight or flight that you can run on a broken leg if you're being, you know, amazing. But you can't do that forever. <laughs> that causes severe trauma and damage and it's out, right? So just like being resilient isn't about being able to carry everything always forever and always pick yourself back up. And, you know, we have to move away from this efficiency model, move away from doing more with less, do it, move away even from productivity as the driver um, to give people this sustainable business to build in a bit more resilience and building it into, yeah. And again, uh, sorry, I'm just got it really excited about this. <laughs> but, yeah, work, but we say that we say that we, or we hear a lot of you know an individual needs to be resilient. But just like we were talking about before, leadership and organizations need to create an environment that allows people to have resilience, that gives them space, that gives them time, that gives them resources and support. And then resilience is one of the outcomes of those kind of happy 
healthy, mentally well-being and psychologically safe organizations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Totally. Yeah. So I think it'd be great to hear from some of our listeners what your thoughts are about all this. Um, Have you gone through training in mental well-being or psychological safety? And have you been conscious of the thought that maybe they're all sort of one and part of the same? Or have you been thinking of them as completely separate issues? Love to hear your thoughts. Please share what your experience has been. Sarah, any any last words you'd like to share with everybody? I think it's just back to that idea that we say in happiness at work. I think it's the same with psychological safety and mental well-being. It's something we do. Um, yeah, it is that continuous practice. Yeah, great. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to our session today. We look forward to seeing you again very soon on Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do.